0: You're about to listen to a message from Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill that purpose. And leave that life that God has originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen.
1: Hallelujah. Jesus is mine. Can we just celebrate that truth? Can we celebrate that truth that Jesus is mine. He's yours. He's ours. He claims us as his own. Lord, we say thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Love indescribable. Love uncontainable. We say thank you. Thank you for loving us so. You are indeed the reason for the season. We love you, Lord, with the love with which you have loved us. We also come to pour our love on you. Receive it, O Lord. It is due you and you alone. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can we appreciate the Lord for the gifts that we have right here with us in the house? Hallelujah. My own brother, Pastor Kingsley, always such a pleasure to have you. Eh? You see, why don't they call me and give me a mic to sing my own? Key goes scatter. Everything will scatter. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, God, God is just, God made me to love music so much, and then he took away every idea of singing from me. So by revelation, I found my wife. And say you're the missing key, not rib. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. And Minister Sinatra, you're such a blessing. So good to have you in the house. You know, some of us are very discreet with music. So I'll hear a song and I'm enjoying it, and they say it's by Sinatra. I say, which is she from uh, Florida or from where? They say she's our sister. I said, no, now, nah. people always sing, bo-bo-ti, bo ti I'll hear another one, and then I'll just be worshipping. And my wife would say, this is Sinatra. I said, no, it can't be now. This, because, you see, some of us got born again in the days when we had the man, Elizabeth, uh, wasn't you know, uh, Helen Baylor, one day at a time, you know. So, by the time they started singing this new one, some of us didn't move. So when we started hearing tonight, it was making sense and, you know, so glad to have you. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And everyone in the house, I appreciate and celebrate you, the ministers of God. God bless you, everyone who is here to celebrate Christmas. Can we just put our hands together? Hallelujah. Amen. What what really can supersede what really can beat the Christmas season. Have you ever thought about that? What can beat Christmas? Christmas comes any part of the world where you're in. If you're in the West, in Europe, the snow will tell you it's Christmas. If you're in our own part, the dust will tell you it's Christmas. Praise the Lord. Something will tell you it's Christmas. And it's just such a wonderful, wonderful season. You know? And the other day... um, uh, when we're running the program, we're saying, should there be word at the carol? You know, shouldn't there be a word and all of that? But finally, we said, wherever the Lord is, he wants to say something. Praise the Lord. And I was just ministering to the Lord and just asking him, Lord, what would you have us say? I didn't quite hear something, but he was saying, showing me a few things. And a few days ago, I was watching the television, and I realized that state governments are doing carol service. How many of us have seen that? Corporate organizations are doing carol service. You know, politicians are doing carol service. When I saw that, I knew the message. God is no longer in carol service. Hello? (laughs) Good morning, church. Good morning, you know. I say, Shoji, Wake up now. No, you see, any time you find the world... Where the church is, it means God is no longer there. No, we, we, no, it's not possible. Okay, okay. Let, let's do scripture. Praise the Lord. Let, let, let's do scripture. Okay? Matthew 2. Quickly, Matthew chapter 2. You can just put it on the screen. I know quite a few may not have come with their Bibles. Let, let, let's see what happened when the first Christmas was announced. Matthew 2 verse 3. Quickly, just verse 3. He says, "When Herod the king heard this, what happened? He was troubled, and how many? All Jerusalem with him. What did they hear? They heard that Jesus was going to be born. When the government heard that Jesus was going to be born, when the chief priests heard that Jesus was going to be born, when the leaders of the religious group, when they, you know, all the established religion heard Christmas, they were not celebrating." They were troubled. You know why? God is always ahead. Our Lord Jesus speaking says, He that is born of the Spirit is like what? It's like the wind. He blows where it listed, and no man knows. So, where, where is God? And he began to teach me and show me some things. He said, The celebration we have at Christmas is good. But can I show you something? Let me show you something quickly in the Bible. In Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. The very first time we see a heavenly choir was at Christmas. It was a beautiful choir. The Bible says, yes, 13. It says, suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts. Some translations will say choir, praising God and saying, verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill, and toward men. That's what we are doing now. Praise the Lord. But at the first Christmas, do you know what happened? They couldn't find a choir on earth to celebrate nobody on earth was sensitive enough to know that there was joy in heaven are you with me now everywhere choirs are ministering people are blessed you know celebrations like we started with politicians governments everybody but at the original christmas the choir was composed only of angels they couldn't find men on earth you know how many people who were ready for the first christmas can you guess not up to this number Maybe just Sinatra Momichi. Or maybe Pastor Kingsley and Pastor Martina. Just two people. Are you surprised? I'll show you the Bible quickly. If you, if you come to the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, they told us of two people. The first one, they said, and a man. Where is that again now? Okay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It says a man was found verse 25 look at how he puts it he says and behold there was what where do you say behold do you say behold people are here no he said behold Sinat is there something unusual they couldn't find a man They finally they found one they say and behold a man Simeon who was there who was expecting Jesus to be born And they said this man had been waiting for so long, he was getting weary, he was getting old, and the promise said to him, don't worry, you won't die. So he held on quickly. Another one says, 38, go down to 38. I want you to see the way the Bible mentions it. The second one says, now there was what? How many? 38 please. Oh my eyes, 36, sorry. 36, it says now. 36 sir you're in power (laughs) hallelujah what does it say now there was how many so the first one behold a man the second one now there was what one anna that's the two people in the new testament who were sensitive on earth to know that this was Christmas people of God I'm pointing this out because God is a God of patterns. Are you with me? God is a God of patterns. At the resurrection, you know, Jesus kept telling the disciples, I'm going to be killed. I'm going to be buried on the thought that I'm going to rise again. So after I'm killed, what's the next thing? I'll be buried. After I'm buried, what's the next thing? I will rise on the third day. Isn't that what he said? At his resurrection, you know how many people were found? John was very strict John mentioned only Mary. One person at the tomb. Luke mentioned two. Mark mentioned three. All of them women. So at another significant event where the whole church should have gathered like this and been singing and praising God. Only three maximum if I want to take the maximum account we are found. What am I trying to say? Spiritual things are not discerned by multitude. The moment you see everybody saying where you are, know God has moved from there. The moment you see what you believe, everybody agreeing with you, know that God has moved from there. You know what? There's, there's something I find in the word of God. is the principle of resistance. The devil has a short time. He has trained himself not to fight a battle that will not bring him any gain. So when he finds you holding on to something that cannot threaten his kingdom, he will even give you support. That's why, uh, um, Pastor Kingsley, you know, the, the grace and the anointing you will carry. Unfortunately, you're singing gospel music. By now, it's a helicopter that would have landed there. They told us which kid is having a program in Hilton and the road will be blocked. If you're having a program there, would they block the road? The enemy will block your impact. You know why? Because when people listen to you, their body doesn't move. Their spirit is made alive. There's a principle of resistance. Anything that brings eternal life, the enemy will fight it. Anything that has no eternal implication, the enemy will sponsor it. So you listen to some people and see some ministries and you're wondering, this ministry is just going wrong. It's because when they wake the devil and say, listen, they're having 5,000 people he said, give them 10. He will turn and sleep. Because when people leave there, they continue on the journey to perdition. But where there is impact, he will fight you. He will fight you. So when they don't find anything to see, they say, look at his stomach. (laughs) Brethren, somebody, somebody, somebody came to this church who had been telling his friend that he won't go to church, all these churches are this. So the friend said, come to my church, come to my church. And the person came to this church. After listening, I don't know the day he came or whatever, after listening to the sermon, he told his friend, or rather the member of the church said to his friend, so you're going to be coming to my church now? You didn't hear money, You didn't hear all of that. You know what he told his friend? He said, look at those lights there, they remind me of the nightclub.'" of maximum resistance and somebody's there listening to me, child of God and there's a path you're on and there's resistance. No, it doesn't mean God is not there. It means that's where God has called you. Go and ask David Samuel anointed him with precision the oil wouldn't flow until David's head came but yet after the anointing, not one year, not two years, not five years, not six years, he couldn't smell the throne Because the enemy knew that if this man gets to the throne, the promise that says the seed of the woman will come. He knew that Jesus will come from this one's loins. So he fought it. He fought it. But thank God David had understanding. Somebody is getting understanding. Amen. Amen. So we had the first choir we saw in the Bible sing at Jesus' birth. And it was only heavenly choir because of time. I want to show you another pyre. Come with me to the book of Revelation 19. That's where the Lord is now. Revelation 19 verse 1. Just verse 1 first. It says, After these things are heard, a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven, saying what? Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor and power. Belong to the Lord our God. And verse 5 goes on. Verse 5 says, Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God. All what? Ye his servants and those who fear him. Both what? Small and great. This choir includes me now. Praise the Lord. And he includes you as well. Amen. Verse 6 says, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude. As the sound of many waters. And as the sound of mighty thundering. Saying what? Hallelujah for the Lord God omnipotent. Rains, thank God, we sang the song. Seven says, let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. Brethren, this is the next big deal. Is the marriage supper is the next big deal. That's why Lord Jesus told us the parable of the Ten virgins. That's why He told us the parable. He loves us so much. The ten virgins we were born again. The ten virgins knew he was coming. But they just made some allowance. But five said, this thing, we can take chances. Praise the Lord. And in this choir, if you compare the words the Holy Spirit used here, and the words the Holy Spirit used at the other choir, you see that this choir is much greater. So whatever we see, whatever we sense, the nostalgia, you know, the emotions, the, the, the beauty and all of that that Christmas is, will be nothing compared to the joy on this day. Somebody say, I will not miss it in the name of Jesus. You shouldn't, you must not miss it in the name of Jesus. So this is the next big deal. So as we sing and eat and dress nicely and look beautifully for Christmas, let us do it so that we can identify with the weak. If a Christian comes out now and says, I'm not celebrating Christmas, you'll cause some people to backslide. Because they won't understand. Christmas is a Christian celebration. You understand? So we identify with that so that we can carry on the week. But in our spirits, we're saying rapture could happen before 25th. Hello? We're saying rapture could happen. As I was preparing this, I was reminded last Christmas, you know, someone who was in church here, he comes here and, you know, attends some other place. And um, I can't remember what was preached, but he came and met me and was telling me, Pastor, you know, what, what you preach, I was telling some of my Muslim friends and, you know, just telling them, see how powerful. Okay, I remember what he said. That Christmas is one celebration that the whole world, whether they love Jesus or not, participate in. China has started manufacturing products for the Christmas season from about April. If you're a businessman, you know that. All the businesses make special provision. They know it's Christmas. You know why that is so? So that nobody can deny that he was unaware that Jesus came into the world. It's all out there. Praise the Lord. Nobody can deny. Your Muslim friends will wish you Merry Christmas. Everybody knows that something is what happened at Christmas. But for us now, it's a deeper call because they've caught up with us. They've caught up with us. It's like lawyers. I don't know why lawyers can't use normal language. Praise the Lord. Do we have lawyers? I don't know why they can't just speak common English. I don't know why doctors can't write in a way that normal people will read. You see, they, they, they want to show you your ignorance. Do you understand? So when lawyers write their letters, as their client, you have to go back to them to interpret what they wrote. The same way when the doctor writes. Now, as Christians, as the world is catching up with us at Christmas, with the little time I have, where should we be? Come with me to Second Thessalonians chapter two, and I round up. Second Thessalonians chapter two. We can read verse one, two, and three. Okay, I'm actually going to three, but we can read from verse one, two, and three. He says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together with him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come, so it hasn't come. But he says, Let no one deceive me by any means. He says, For that day will not come, unless what? The falling away comes first. And the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Now, we we can stop it. You all know that with the COVID and all of that, a lot of things are changing in the world. And many of us are imagining who is this. When Obama came, we actually thought that he was the man you know, of sin and all of that. So, lots of things have happened in our world. But can I tell you what we are missing? What we are missing is that some translations will tell us that it will break down what is written in that verse 3. It says, unless... The falling away comes first. Now what it means, brothers and sisters, is this. The season we are in, you and I as we celebrate Christmas, let's do it not unmindfully. We're in a season of falling away. When a season where people are falling away from the faith. That is, It says, unless the falling away comes first. So if we are ready, picturing the Antichrist, then it means where we are now is the falling away. The Apostle Paul says, him we preach, warning every man, begging every man, for everyone hearing me tonight, I want to beg you. First of all, you yourself be ready. Are you with me? The second of all, one every man. We're in the season of falling away. This is a time all kinds of gospels will come up. Call it grace. Call it superior knowledge. Call it levels. Call it dimensions. Call it visions. Somebody will tell you, Jesus spoke to me this morning. He gave me egg. I gave him tea. And then will lead you into sin. This is the season. The Lord said, Tell them we are in the period of the falling away. This is the time the the apostle Peter writing says, I know you know these things, but I'm just writing as a way of reminder. I'm speaking to you as a way of what? Reminder. So we are going to celebrate. We are going to sing. We are going to dance. We're going to. But when we finish and go, as I drive on the road, let me ask myself: Is rapture happen now? Will I go? As I'm planning for Christmas, if rapture happens before Christmas, will I go? As you're listening to me, what I'm telling you is this man in line or is he leading me away? Even me, I praise the Lord. Because nobody wakes up and gets deceived. We are overtaken because we are not watching. But the reason this season should become popular in the church now is that is where we are. We are in the time of falling away. People you don't imagine have sold out, have sold out. You don't know what they have agreed in the secret. You don't know what the commitment is. You don't know what is holding them. It's a season of mass falling away. That's where we are. That's what the Bible says. It says, this is the proof. It says, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come. So the rapture is not going to come until there is a falling away. And if, as I round up, if we we'll follow the pattern of statistics, Noah's time, eight people were ready. At the birth of Jesus, two people were ready. At the resurrection, three people were at the resurrection. At the rapture, Brothers and sisters, the Bible says, press. Our Lord Jesus Christ say, press that you might enter through that street and narrow gate. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you because your love for us continues to call us. You love us. You that did not withhold your only begotten son from us. How shall you not with him freely give us all things? Is there anybody here who if the rapture took place one minute ago can say, Preacher, you know I wasn't ready. Then you can be ready. Tonight is a day of joy. It's a moment of joy. Or you can check yourself. "Am Am I falling away? Am I backsliding? The Lord Jesus Christ says, I can't see your first love, your dedication, your consecration, your zeal for me. I can't find it. Your hatred of the world. Do you know the Bible says, he that loves the world. He said the love of the Father is not in him. The church is loving the world so much now. There's so much love of the world. We actually almost loving the world more than the world loves the world. Lord, revive me. Revive my heart. And if there's anybody who is saying, even now, and I want to make sure that I'm going to be ready. You can place your hand on your chest anywhere you are. And I'll pray with you. Yes, God bless you, sister. God bless you. And just say with me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity that I have to hear this one more time. I invite you into my heart afresh. I want to be in that number. I want to be in that marriage supper of the Lamb. I want to be in that choir. I want to sing with the heavenly host that day. I want to be there. I receive the grace and the help of your Holy Spirit to remain steadfast even in these last days. For those of us that are strong, he says, let he that thinketh at his he take heed. Let's receive grace to keep standing strong. And more than that, to turn many others to righteousness. To be voices waking up the church. That we're in the last days and it's the time of falling away. Let us lift men up. Let us guard ourselves. Let us be encouragers. Let us be Barnabases. Let us be light everywhere we go. Thank you, our Father. For in Jesus Christ's name we have prayed.
0: Been listening to a message from the Father's Church, we assure you have been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center off Bannex Warren Expressway near Next Cash and Carry, Abuja, 9 a.m. Sunday and 6 p.m. Wednesday. Call us on 070 Four zero four. You can also find us online on our website, www.thefatherschurchonline.org. Facebook, facebook.com/thefatherschurch. Our Twitter handle at tfather'schurch. Also on Instagram, the Father Church. God bless you.